0: Everyone Loved It But Me. My name is Lisa Hedger. I'm your host. I'm a freelance writer, journalist, and editor in Central Ohio. This is the podcast where we offer different opinions on popular literature. This summer, I'm taking a little break from some of those Everyone Loved It But Me books, and we have some other unique conversations. Todd McAwee was just a guest on the show a few weeks ago to discuss The Girl With a Dragon Tattoo, if you haven't checked out that episode, please do so. It's really entertaining. And during that recording session, we talked about the book that he had written, which is titled, in this is a children's book, Mission Get Daddy Better. And it made perfect sense to break out that part of our conversation into a Book Bits episode that's going to run four days before Father's Day. So I feel like we talk a lot. There's a lot of emphasis on books pertaining to motherhood and complicated mother and daughter relationships. And of course, we've got books about dads too, but I feel like maybe those do not get quite as much attention. And this is the perfect opportunity to highlight a really lovely book where he talks about how it impacted his family when he became sick. It's written from his daughter's perspective. So it's about like what she and her brother tried to do to help get daddy better. And it's quite lovely and I've had a chance to read his book and I'm also going to include pictures of it on my social media post. and then once we're done with that conversation I've got another fatherly book that I think you might want to check out stay tuned for that now on to the show <music> I'm so excited to have Todd McAwee on today. Todd is the associate publisher of USAE, which is the newspaper of record for meetings and associations industry. He resides in Hagerstown, Maryland, with his wife, Angela, and three kids, Evie, Declan, and Rory. And he just penned his first children's book, Mission Get Daddy better. Todd, welcome to the show.
1: Lisa, thank you so much for having me. This is a pleasure. It's the first podcast I've done for the book. Right.
0: Exciting. <laughs> Can we
1: sell this as like an NFT or something and really drop it off? <laughs> I
0: want to talk to you just a little bit about your book, right? Okay. Because it's, you just released it, right? You just got yes. it published. And it's, what well, is Get Daddy Better, but it, it has mission with it before that, right? Like yeah. if people are looking it up. Okay.
1: Mission get Mission,
0: colon, get daddy. Back. that's, I want to make sure I said that correctly, is based on a true story or?
1: Yeah, it's based on, it's based on my story, actually. In late, th- I'll spare you some of the details, in late 2018, after some health issues like dizziness, cross vision, things like that, I was diagnosed with a brain condition called a cavernous malformation in the pond section of my brain. Which is essentially wow. part of the, con- well, your whole brain's a control center, but it's the control center for a lot of your body. Right. My neurosurgeon called it the prime real estate of the brain. Oh, wow. My left side of my body shut down, essentially. You know, I got on on Christmas Day, I went to the hospital, went back on New Year's, and I was there and in physical therapy for a month. My oh, hearing wow. went bad. My one eye went out of focus. And so uh, I essentially spent the next year doing physical and occupational therapy locally. As I say, and like when I'm talking to people, I'm probably about 90%, 85, 90%. Like my oh, left, wow. my left hand still feels tight. It almost feels like it's oh. asleep sometime. The same with my left foot. Yeah. The responsiveness, the feeling's the wrong word. It, it's just not there. It's just not there okay. like it is on the right hand, but- yeah like I said, I mean I'm blessed I'm about ninety five percent and everything seems to be going in the right direction
0: well, that's wonderful, so yeah.
1: so I came up with the idea for the book. I wanted to do something positive with the experience, and you'll understand this being a journalist a writer, I thought well i'll maybe I'll write something maybe I'll write a book about it, yeah, and then I realized writing a full length book for adults is hard, and I didn't and, <laughs> and honestly I didn't I didn't have the energy to do it at the time. So I just started jotting down ideas for a kid's book and put it together, would stop working on it sometimes for six months at a time. I don't don't know why. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was just too hard for me to write about at that exact moment. Around this time last year, got really serious about it, found an illustrator, Megan Healy, who we had worked with before at my publication at USAE, you did a beautiful. Okay. did a beautiful job. I self-published it through Politics and Prose in DC, and it's on Amazon and Apple as well. So really great experience. So,
0: well, that's exciting, and so it just came out recently, right? Like you and I are talking in the middle of. It came April, out. It came so. about
1: a week or two ago. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I think I went. We went completely live with it. Maybe April 1st or eight, so, something, something okay. along those. Yeah. And yeah. it's called Mission Get Daddy Better because it's written, it's narrated, quote unquote, by Evie, my yeah. seven-year-old, almost eight-year-old daughter who loves this. Right. And um, it's about just all the things they do to help me feel better from the hospital right. to coming home. And, you know, it's silly. I like to think it's touching and has a good message.
0: Yeah, it sounds like.
1: And it's beautifully illustrated, as you can probably with any kid's book the illustrations are just as if not more important than the message inside so yeah I'm blessed it's great I'm very I shouldn't say it's great I'm very
0: excellent now and what age does this is it targeted more for like early elementary or I would say anywhere
1: from about four Four eight eight maybe because it's it's definitely not just like a board book where there's one line you know right. Joe set on the rock but it's not like did your kids ever read like any magic tree house books or things like that mm-hmm. it's yeah it's, yeah it's so not so... it's it's still a picture book but it gotcha. has gotcha. some complex themes about you know yeah daddy's in the hospital or why can't mm-hmm. you know right. why does daddy have to right. wear headphones because he can't We're being too loud. And is daddy going to get better? And what can we do? Sure. You know, mommy's crying. Grandma's crying. So like I said, I would say between, I would say probably kindergarten, five, six year old to about Mm
0: -hmm. seven, eight
1: year old. Anything other than that, yeah. it may be, you know, out of their range.
0: Right. Yeah. No, it, sound, it sounds really good. And I you had shown me the cover and I had seen it um, online as well, too. So I like that. I like these kind of books that are, you know, teaching kids about, you know, sicknesses and that, you know, life is hard and it can just happen to, to any kid. And so I think sometimes we're always saying like, oh, everything is fine. And mm-hmm. you know we're presenting, we're trying to present it you know, happy. And no, th- things happen. And the sooner that I think maybe we start to realize that the, it helps us to, to cope with life along the way.
1: One of the themes, perhaps the predominant theme I tried to put into the book was that, as you just said, yeah, bad things happen, like life-changing things can happen. But your attitude in dealing with it Goes a long way to the outcome that you're going to receive. Right, not to be too preachy or too after school special. <laughs> but it's true. you know, the the kids are sad in the book. But Evie's first reaction is, "I'm not going to cry. What can I do to help this?" And that mm-hmm. and my kids were really like that. They were very upbeat, supportive. My son was only two at the time, so I don't think he really knew yeah. what was going on. Right. But my daughter Evie, she was four and then five. And she, she was aware of, of what's going on and that, you know, why are we staying at grandma's house for the fourth time this mm-hmm. week? And Right. They never came and saw me at the actual hospital, but they okay. came and saw me. At, I didn't want them to. They came and right, saw me right. at the therapy hospital where I stayed.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And that, you know, they were happy-go-lucky kids, but they could tell that something mm-hmm. was definitely off. Like, I couldn't sit in a room because it was too noisy for me. Or why does right. Daddy have something in his arm at the moment? What's going on here? But then they would also yeah. have the time of their lives pushing my hotel bed, my hotel, my uh, <laughs> hospital <laughs> bed hospital. up and down. Yeah. Or oh, right. look how cool right. it is. The TV's hanging from the ceiling, you know? it's like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right. Like, Daddy's yeah. <laughs> bandaged up here or something like that. But it's like, <laughs> well, we can watch Paw Patrol from the ceiling.
0: Right, right. And the bed can move. Right, right. I know. It's like, Kids are fun. Yeah. Yeah. They notice all those things and the gadgets in the bathroom. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Oh, they would get in the wheelchair and try to spin around or something. So,
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I think this is a really important book and I'm glad that, you. that you're sharing your, your story because I think it's important. For, for kids to, to understand this, like you said, and, and I think it's something. Is it something that, and how are you, like you're getting it? You said yourself, you self published it, right? So it wouldn't necessarily be available at various bookstores, probably so, locally you're trying to get it. In so some
1: at the moment, at the moment, you can go to missiongetdaddybetter.com or you can go to Politics and Prose website and you can order okay. physical. Gotcha. Copies that they will send to you. I'm ordering more books and starting in the process of getting it. Hopefully, at some other bookstores around the country, more just cool. small independent type of bookstores, like mm-hmm. you know, if Barnes and Noble wants to call that's great, but I <laughs> or Walmart, but right. I don't <laughs> envision that happening. But right, you know, right, if right. I could get it at some really great bookstores around the country, that'd be great. And then it's also available, um, beautifully done on Apple and Kindle as well. And the illustrator took really great pains to f- format it properly and make sure all the colors matched up to the print edition, oh, yeah. which I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I had no idea. I thought you just did a PDF and loaded it up, but no, there's so yeah. many different parameters. So she, Megan did an amazing, amazing job with it. So so that's where that's how it's available now and hopefully it spreads and we'll go from there. Evie wants to narrate awesome. the audio book.
0: I was just going to ask you. <laughs> Excellent. She should be the one to do it. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun and some lots of serious stuff, but I'm glad we get to. Yes, Thank you.
1: With. This has been a blast. I'm a little wordy and mouthy. This was <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: We are going to do a Father's Day shift. So we're going to depart from Todd's really sweet, uplifting book, written for children, to one that's written for adults and not quite as sweet. This book has a lot of adult humor and adult language in it, which you can tell even by its title. The title is Shit My Dad Says by Justin Halpern. It was released in May 2010, so obviously it's been out for 12 years. I think I read it about five or six years ago, so it's been a little while. And while I don't remember every single anecdote, I still remember a good number of them. And what I remember most is how much I laughed reading this book. So there is certainly some some meat in, in this book, if you will. But it's uplifting and it's a lot of fun. So he is telling us many, many, many different stories about his dad. Justin actually started out writing this book or as a Twitter feed. So he started posting on Twitter in 2009, when he moved from Los Angeles into his parents' home in San Diego. And it was basically meant to be like a storage opportunity, kind of venting a bit about his dad and his crazy, salty comments. And and then it gained a lot of traction and it turned into a book. And like I said, the book is a lot of fun and it's, it's, yeah, it, it's just a lot of fun. So I think it's definitely worth checking out if you have not read it, and as I said, it is definitely lots of adult language, lots of that salty, lots of F-bombs, you guys, so just, you know, if you don't feel comfortable reading that kind of language, just be forewarned that, that it's in there, and there's just all sorts of family dynamics, and, you know, like like I said, the way that the dad approaches things, and there, you know, the relationships, which again, it's not completely cookie-cutter, you know, it's not a perfect relationship, but it's, um, I, I think it's, it's one to consider if you're looking for something a little different about, about fatherhood. So I want to thank you all again for listening to the show. And I really want to thank Todd for coming on the show and spending extra time talking with me about his lovely book which I will of course include in the show notes so that you can check out that book as well it is like I said it's a perfect book for helping kids to understand illness and and what happens when when things change please check that out that will be in my show notes If you do have that Everyone Loved It But Me book that you would like to see me discuss on the show, reach out to me on my website, www.everyoneloveditbutme.com. I appreciate again you listening. I hope you have a lovely day. And most importantly, I hope you get time to read today.